Reflections on the Road to Respect, October 2013. Bill 14, which allows BC employees to file compensation claims if they suffer a diagnosed DSM medical disorder because of workplace harassment or bullying, comes into effect on November 1, 2014. The legislative changes, as well as the new employer toolkit, can be accessed by going onto the webpage for this article. If you'd rather avoid having to deal with any of those potential claims, why not start your journey on the road to respect? Build a values-based, respectful workplace where harassment and bullying simply can't thrive. If you need help starting your journey, let me know. I wrote the book. Literally. Another resource you might be interested in is Workplace Bullying, What You Need to Know, the new online self-paced course I have developed with my Justice Institute colleagues, Kent Heinem and Florence Daddy. Please contact Kent at 604-528-5615 for information and registration. Are We There Yet? Women Position and Power. Interview with Sue Pache, CEO, Life Labs. Something I learned in short order when I started my career as a labor relations advisor at Canadian Airlines was that lawyer Sue Pache and her colleagues Patricia Jansen and Lorene Novakowski at Russell and Dumoulin, as the firm was then called, were women I wanted to get to know. I heard them speak at numerous labor employment and human rights conferences. I read the book Miss Pache co-authored, Act, Don't React, Dealing with Sexual Harassment in Your Organization. Given my interest in women, position, and power, I was among many individuals pleased to learn that Miss Page had been appointed at, as the firm's managing partner in 2000. During her tenure, she led the firm through a major merger and a global expansion to eight offices on three continents. Lexpert named Miss Page as one of Canada's top 25 women lawyers. At the end of her six-year term, the maximum allowable, Miss Pache started to wonder about her next career move. Quote, the normal trajectory for men who become managing partner was retirement, and given that I was just 48, I was nowhere near ready for that, end quote. She decided to explore new opportunities and chose to leave the legal profession. While the firm was supportive of her decision, quote, a lot of people thought I had rocks in my head deciding to leave the firm and not having a place to go. I put my name out there and was really surprised to hear what people thought I could and could not do. Her job search ended in May 2007 when she accepted the position as CEO at PharmaSave Drugs National Limited, the largest banner of independently owned community pharmacies in Canada. One of the other activities Ms. Pache was involved in while at PharmaSave was serving as a member of the board of Life Labs Medical Laboratory Services. In 2012, she was offered and accepted the position of CEO. Quote, I knew enough about both the organization, its ownership, and the sector to realize it was going to be a hugely exciting and challenging opportunity, end quote. That same year, Ms. Pache was inducted into Canada's Most Powerful Women Top 100 Hall of Fame. As a four-time yearly winner, she is one of only 88 women in Canada upon whom the Women's Executive Network has bestowed this honour. I had the opportunity to interview Ms. Pache for this series at Life, at Life Lab's Burnaby offices in early July. Our conversation lasted over an hour. 
Upon thanking Miss Page for a, quote, enlightening, inspiring, completely informative and fascinating interview, end quote, she thanked me for, quote, doing this kind of series, adding, quote, I think we are blessed in Vancouver and British Columbia to have phenomenal women leaders in a variety of sectors and contexts, end quote. I know from your feedback I receive from members of the Road to Respect community that one of the things you appreciate about these monthly posts is their relative brevity. There was so much relevant practical information shared during my lengthy conversation with Ms. Pache that I found it a challenging task to edit. I strongly urge you to make time to listen to the entire interview. Here is a sample of what you'll hear. On gender and career progression, quote, I get that question a lot, and I should probably have an answer prepared for it, but I never do because I'm always surprised when someone raises it. Maybe it has not been an issue for me because I have not recognized it as an issue, in spite of the fact that most of the time I have been the only girl in the room, whether it is the executive committee at the law firm, the managing partners conference for law firms in Canada, or sitting around a board table, end quote. Ms. Page credits her perspective from her experiences working on her family's ranch in northern BC and as the first female assigned to work in floor as a labor relations officer at a GM fabrication plant in Oshawa. You learn to get the job done and not look for others' issues. Not look for other issues. That is what I learned from day one. Just get the job done. Do your very best and don't look for extraneous issues. If extraneous issues arise, deal with them. Don't become a victim. I have never wanted to be a victim. What I focus on is being someone who is 110% committed to getting the job done right and getting the right job done. End quote. On women and power. Quote, if you focus on what you want to do with your life, it doesn't matter what your personal characteristics are or what your demographic makeup is. Some people might be rolling their eyes right now and saying, I haven't lived in the real world. Are there people out there that don't think women should be in leadership roles? Absolutely. There were lots of them in the 80s. I had lots of stones thrown over the fence at me. I had lots of people patting me on the head and saying, very nice that you have these ideas. Now let's get real. I remember an interview in university where I said I wanted to be a CEO and the interviewers laughed out loud. Rather than cocoon myself and say, well, I guess I can't do that, I said, well, I guess I'm not going to be working for this company, and moved on. End quote. Whether female or male, Miss Pace advises young people to figure out who they are and what they want. Quote, decide what your values are as early as you can, and then make sure that you live those values. Decide what you want to have in your life. Decide what is important to you. Don't live someone else's life. That is easy to say. It sounds cliche, but it is hard to do, particularly when you are 19 or 20 and you have people telling you to write a career plan for the next 10 years, or you can't have children if you want to do this, or you can't take vacation if you're going to do that, or if you choose this, be prepared to burn out after five years. Know what path you want. Not everyone needs to, nor should they want to, be a senior vice president or a CEO. It is wonderful to choose a pathway that is different from one that is vertical. Decide what you want to do and be deliberate about it. Know that others might not agree with you. Be prepared to defend your choices. End quote. 
Here's Ms. Pace's perspective on how to, as I frame it, step into your power respectfully. Quote, never hurt anyone else on your pathway. Don't step on people. Don't have your elbows up. Never burn a bridge. Understand the importance of building strong, positive relationships, because that is what will propel you down the path more than your own horsepower. Be the person that is easy to work with, that is easy to trust. Be the person that people want to be around and the pathway will unfold for you. End quote. On being a mother in the C-suite. Quote, we have to accept the fact that if we are going to have children, particularly in the early to mid-stages of vertical progression, it will have an impact. That impact will be dealt with later on. But if we focus on it and make it an issue, it will become the defining part of our careers, rather than a normal part of our career. I am not so naive as to think that no one out there who makes decisions about women's progression in a corporate world looks at a young woman who is starting to have children and says, maybe we should pass her over. Yes, that happens. We need to accept the reality. That is going to happen. End quote. Given that reality, Miss Page suggests that women, quote, be upfront about that. Yes, I have two small children at home and I will not be able to travel as much now as I will down the road or whatever the decision is. My experience has been, if we are upfront and adult-like in talking about our family responsibilities and how they fit with our career, you'll be surprised at how adult-like others will be. I used to say this to people at the firm, don't talk in code. I was totally upfront about coming in late or leaving early to get my kids or attend a sporting event. I made it very clear to my workmates why I was not in when I was not in, and people adapted. I think these days, if we can be a little bit more deliberate in communicating, things are a lot easier. End quote. The other critical piece in progression to, or being a mother in a C-suite position, is to, quote, get your job done. Make sure the decisions on the family front are made so that you can get your job done. End quote. On bullying and harassment. Ms. Pace's perspective mirrors something I constantly share with my audiences. Victimization is a choice. As Eleanor Roosevelt said, quote, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent, end quote. Quote, I actually don't think most people get out of bed determined to make life miserable for the rest of us. That said, there are some predators. If you are in that scenario, don't be the victim. Take the steps that are available to you in the workplace. If there aren't internal steps, go external. It is very difficult for an employer to address the scenario if they don't know. It is also difficult for the employer if you come forward and won't give the essential details. End quote. There is only one conclusion to come to if you do come forward and the employer won't or chooses not to take steps to deal with your complaint. Quote, you are in the wrong environment. You do need a certain level of trust. If you don't trust your organization to deal with it, Ask yourself, why are you working there? I know that if you are a single mom responsible for putting food on the table, it is pretty unrealistic to say walk away. But you do have to be deliberate about the decisions that you make, either moving up or out, end quote. Ms. Pace advises employers to, quote, remind, educate, and train all of us about appropriate workplace conduct. Have policies and people that know how to deal with these issues, End quote. 
the other critical piece, consistent with another message I constantly share, is to, quote, model the behavior. If you see inappropriate behavior, you better make sure you act on it, because people will be watching, end quote. Advice for male CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. Quote, let's be blind to the demographics in the context of people's potential. There are phenomenal opportunities for us as CEOs to bring forward talent, potential, and inspiration from people in our workplaces, regardless of size, shape, gender, sexual orientation, race, ethnicity, etc., etc. We need to be aware of those differences for career planning and things like that. But let's make sure we build workplaces where people know that we are values-based organization with values-based leadership. Let's create work environments where people are encouraged to decide what they want in their lives and to articulate to us, in whatever way is appropriate in our organization, what those career aspirations are without all of them having to be vertical. Let's build workplaces where we can help people realize their career aspirations in a way that works for them and works for us as an organization. For Gen Y women aspiring to the C-suite, Decide what you want in your life. When you are 18, don't assume that you know what you're going to be doing when you're 30, because very few of us are doing at 30 what we thought we would be doing at 18. Decide in a short-term way what your values are. Live those values. Be deliberate. Take responsibility for your own life. Don't ever be a victim. Instead, be that person that is easy to trust, easy to work with, and easy to get along with in a whole host of contexts. Make sure that you understand that every decision has a consequence. Decisions you make about family, about community, about personal aspirations, about career aspirations, will impact the other parts of your life. Don't be apologetic about that. Own it. Own your decision and make sure the decisions are yours. It works.